Real rerun starting. Sorry. Hey guys, welcome to the next episode of Will We Run. I'm host Calvin, you by George. I have no funny skit for this. Nah. Malik. I was looking at Star Wars stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, hello. Hello. Holiday, bro. There you go. <laughs> welcome to the third and last episode for what way was it? Was it Chris Chris Temer Chris Temer we're doing? Chris Temer. I've realised that I should have called it Chris Tober. Chris Tober. Chris Tober. But, uh, we'll yeah. rename it for the last episode of Chris Tober. Yeah. It, it's, it's Chris Tober, it's fine. It's, we'll do Chris Tober. <laughs> oh, wait, and, and for our last uh, uh, film of Christmas, I've chosen uh, National Lampoon's uh, Christmas Vacation, which is a 989 uh, American family uh, comedy film, which is the third film in National Lampoon's um, uh, film series. And stars Chevy Chase, Beverly D'Angelo, and Wendy Craig, and basically tells the story of um, the of uh, the Griswold family at, at Christmas and sort of yeah their, their Christmas holiday. But yeah, so when you, um, George seen this from before. Alex, you haven't seen this from from, from before, have you? No, I have not. I'll start with Alex since you want a fresh look at it. Because I'm assuming George, you like me to watch it like as a kid probably. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Alex, what do you think Sorry. of this film? I mean, straight up, it wasn't funny. No. Like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go straight in with it. It wasn't funny, and that is very much what this film is going for. So when it's not funny, it has nothing. Yeah. Um. This yeah, I don't, I don't know. Film. Like, I mean, I did watch it in two halves. So like, I watched half of it. I watched the second half last night. Admittedly, not in a great mood because it was not to go back into it again. But like they've just been like, yeah, so um, we're gonna have to like cancel Christmas and do all these tier things. But I wasn't like in the best mood, but I watched it and was just like, can it end now, please? Um, but the first half I watched before that and was in a better mood, and I still didn't find it that interesting. Um, nice. <laughs> yeah, I was like, when when this when you said this, and I was like, I haven't seen. I was like, oh, Chevy Chase, I, I, he's he's kind of funny in Community. Like, I, I, you know, this might be all right. And then I was like, mm. well, it's one of those things. Well, like again, it's all links to my question earlier in our last last episode. Was um, it's a film where as a kid I probably watched like most years because it was on. Like, it's just you know, I've I watched a few National Lampoon films like European Vacation, Vegas Vacation, and I thought it was quite funny. Chevy Chase is quite funny. And as I got older, just the more and more I've sort of like you know grown to like sort of like move away from it. Like, as, probably when I was a kid, I watched it every year. Let's go along. So I've watched film for a few years now. I suppose I've watched it in a while. I've popped it on again. So I went, yeah, that's a lot different to what I remember it being as a kid. I remember it being as a kid being quite funny. I liked it. I thought it was funny. You, 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 you did, like yeah. it, George? I I was never like bawling my eyes out. No. Like laughing, but admittedly, I never do that really in films. So yeah, I was like, no, yeah, yeah. I think this is just as funny as like. Scrooge or Ghostbusters or any of those 80s comedies like I think it's pretty on par with all of them hmm. and it's very Chevy Chase who I do think is like kind of because I'd seen this before but I don't remember it being on that much at Christmas I feel like see for me it was, it was on every year for me like, I, yeah, I, I, I don't tell you. remember it like I think it's way more of like an American Christmas classic than a British one, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's probably, that's probably the most. Well, National Lampoon is much more American thing. What we American? Yeah, but I think like like this is there was a bunch of stuff where I was like, I bet if you grew up as a kid in this period, there's a bunch of stuff where like it's probably super nostalgic. Oh yeah, um, for me, like, like, that's, that's, that's this film. 
as much as like now as an adult, I look back at it a little bit like not as much as I liked it, but I still look back at it as like this film I liked every Christmas. I used to. I still have a fond memory of this film looking back. Well, I more just meant like because there was bits where I was like, ah, when he puts the lights up and he's like staple gunning it to the roof. I was like, I, could, I couldn't tell if that was a joke, but also I was like, if this, like, if you grew up in the 80s and this is like what you did, I bet it's super, like, not necessarily the film, I'm almost yeah. like seeing that family, but like Christmas or whatever, I bet I could see it being a super nostalgic film in that yeah. sense. But yeah, I think it's on par with a lot of other comedies. I do think Chevy Chase is, or, what, what I was going to say is I, I haven't, I saw this as a kid, but I haven't seen it like that often. And Chevy Chase for me, I'm like, eh, he's kind of like a bad dude. And then, like, I watch Fletch, and I'm like, this is pretty. Like, I think he's a bit hit and miss. Well, but I would say, in all honesty, in this, he's pretty funny. Like, at the start of this, I was going into it like, uh, Chevy Chase. I don't find him that funny. And watching this, I was like, I could see why Chevy Chase is like up there with Bill Murray and yeah. I mean, it's, I think through. these films, especially, are like kind of his like um sort of higher, like sort of like more funnier films because I think. Again, I was just the other day. Like I did, I guess I've seen the jokes so many times. I just don't find it that funny anymore. But um, no, I do think he's like he's good in this film. I just I find one this one actually out of all national film films. This is the one where he seems like the biggest asshole out of all of them because especially to his his neighbours. Yeah, I'm gonna not nice people, but he's an absolute dick to them. Uh, well, his I feel like he always one, is. Yeah, his neighbours say one in this film anyway. I don't know about that, but like they say one not nice thing to him and then they're like cool we've now set up that these are not nice people and we will literally fuck with their lives for the rest of this film but yeah but they said that one mean thing so as much as like know, those people are like, probably like okay. narcissistic we'll and stuff the they don't deserve that no one deserves so, it. one of them is julia lewis Dreyfus, who is you know incredible so hmm. but no well it's also a thing of like but again that's just 80s films yeah like the dude in ghostbusters is like this is a, you've got an unstable nuclear reaction that you've home built in the middle of New York. This should be a thing. And it's like, boo, he's the villain. But like, they kind of set up that they're like really preppy and they're like really rich and they have those like matching suits. That That's just kind of like standard 80s language for idiot. And also like, I think the point, is, again, in a lot of these movies, like, I don't want to keep necessarily referring to Ghostbusters, but that is like a good point of like, mm. In Ghostbusters, Bill Murray is a massive villain. Like he's a huge. Yeah, dick. that is true. He yeah. like basically gaslights and sexually assaults Sigourney Weaver. But we're like, ah, lovable Bill Murray. But in this, he's like kind of a frustrated father. But I don't think he's like necessarily particularly like vindictive or particularly mean. Well, I think I mean, it's that he, thing he, of like he's he, put upon. He thinks about cheating his wife a lot. <laughs> he does, but he does that in the other movies. Yeah, yeah that is true. That's what I was gonna say. Again, having only watched this one. Is like it's really weird because most of the film tries to portray him as this like really loving family guy who just wants a great Christmas for his family. Yeah. And he's like, he loves his kids. He seems to love his wife. And then every now and then he's like, cool. He's just going to go and daydream about the. Uh, shop. Uh, uh, like, but again, I, I that, think that's, that's more. A that's that's the joke. A, I think. Well, a that's a huge subplot in the first movie. The first movie, there's a big subplot of he almost has an affair. Like, and I feel like this is more of a like reference of like, hey, remember when we did this in the first one? Wait, wait, nudge, nudge. Like, yeah, we're... it's a reference. But also, I think that's more supposed to be a thing of like, as a dad, you do just like think about other women, I guess. Like, not necessarily in from experience, are you, George? Yeah, yeah. as a dad. No, but you know what I mean. Of like, I'm sure your dad has celebrity crushes and stuff, or like actresses that he's like, oh, 
or whatever. But like, I don't think it's necessarily supposed to be he will ever cheat on her, but he's just like someone's being flirty and is like an awkward dad about it. Mm. It's just it's a bit just... where you start the window and then the kid comes down. He's like, oh, true. But that's the same plan. I was more thinking of like the being the shot. Admittedly, I think the funniest part of this film was uh, when he's talking to that shopkeeper and his son comes in. And she's oh, like, showing. <laughs> yeah. No, no, not the, the bit just after that where she's like, see, it goes up really high. You can't even see the, like, the line. You can't, line the you can't even see the joint. And he's like, see, Russ can't even see the joint. And then does that, like, double take. And I was like, that was like the funniest I, mean, thing. I, I think Chevy Chase is one of those comedians who is constantly trying. I think he thinks he's very clever, and he is in certain points, but he's an actor who constantly does like little jokes. So yeah. he's like constantly like pulling faces or doing like little jokes or like there's that bit where he's like I can't remember what he says, but he says like ah oh, kith and kin and he's like this will be the best Christmas and like that joke or whatever. Well, I don't think well, it's very well, laugh at laugh. Well, I think there's it's a joke from from him, the there's so and, the, and the magazine. It's a little tiny joke where he's like to say, like, toys wife, he's like, like getting his hands stuck to the magazine and everything. Little jokes like um, that. Yeah, but it's more just like, I think he's so good at doing so many of like those that while they're not that like laugh out loud funny, there isn't like a yeah. huge gag moment in this necessarily. There's enough that I was like, yeah, I'm enjoying this. Again, I think it's kind of on par with a lot of other comedies. And I I do quite like the the family and I like his kids and like him and Russ and yeah like yeah I like yeah. the I one like... thing I will say is I do think Randy Quaid yeah that's and the that's the I bit like a bit over the top. That's but... the bit I find with like it's from actually is that I think the family's got a really good dynamic and then Randy I get these there for it's like extra huge bit of like comedic like like uh, comedic element and like the over the top like you know destructive part of his life during Christmas. But he is so, like you say, he's just too, he's just too much in some parts, isn't he? he, he I think he's got, he, he's got a funny moment. He's got funny in parts, but overall, a lot, of, a lot of it I think falls flat. Like it's not. Like... Well, I, I think he's good. I think he's funny. I think he's more just in it because he's in the first one. Yeah, but yeah. That, that to me, when he turned up, because I knew it was in it, obviously because of the credits. Yeah. But when he turned up, I was like, ah, oh, this is a thing of like we're bringing everyone from back together, and he was like quite a big part in the first one. Or like he had his moment in the first one, so I think they were like, "Ah, oh, people really liked that in the first one." And I think the second one might not have done as well, or something. I don't know. But uh, then they're like, "We're, we're bringing him back." Is more what that felt like. I think, and I think he's he in the second one. No, I don't think he is. I think he's all of them. I don't think he's in the second one. But then, maybe not. Yeah. Because uh, they go to Europe, and he's not in Europe. Yeah, no, but, he's in the first, a fourth, and he. Yeah, well, he's yeah. in the first and the second one. I can't really remember them. I think I saw the fourth one once and was like, ugh. Anyways. Yeah, that one's right. But, yeah, that seemed to me more like a, we'll, we'll bring him back for the from the first one. And he has some funny moments, but also I think it's just a bit, like, too much of an over-the-top character at parts. But, like, you know, I, like, I liked some aspects of it. When it wasn't, like, going too over-the-top, I liked that aspect of it. Mm. And, uh, yeah, because, um, I, I, um, oh, and I think I actually want to find interesting. I actually, did you know that this one, this, this one directly got a sequel? It was actually like National Food uh, Christmas Vacation 2. I think it was like, um, oh. uh, yeah, it was called, uh, 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 cu- uh cu- I forgot, just forgot, um, Cousin Eddie's Island Adventure, <laughs> where it's a, t- it's a director video film of him going like on an island holiday with his family. <laughs> and then for some reason, oh. only, um, the daughter from like um, um from uh, Clark's family's in it. 
Yeah, but okay. they change every film, don't they? His kids. Yeah, they do. Um, well, Willie, though, actually, I think there's some overlap where some of the kid, the actors, come back for a random film. I know that the the first three are different. Then I think the thing in Vegas, actually, the kid from the second film came back. I don't know. Again, Vegas is one of those ones where it was like a like a weird one, yeah. Well, it came out like ten years afterwards, and by that point, everyone was done. That it yeah. kind of came out and flopped, and it was like, ugh. Yeah. But yeah. I um, yeah. Duh. Again, I, I admit it isn't hilarious, but mm. I do think there's enough funny stuff in it. Oh that... yeah, it's it's still a Christmas film that I can just eat, like you know, sit down and watch pretty much. You know, it's it's, it's, it's I think it's quite an easy Christmas film to just flick on. You don't pay much attention to. It's just I do like mm. as well. I, I I really I still think I really like the actual the, the song they made for this film. It's quite like a. It's no holiday road. It's not holiday road, but. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, but I think it's still quite like a like a fun fun song song they made for it. And um. But yeah, and then oh yeah, and uh uh. It's. I think it's all like a lot a lot of the parts of this film like it's it's taking a lot of stuff from from other Christmas films, especially when they go for like the different candidates. I've seen that a lot where like each each other Christmas, these family's got to do this certain specific thing. And it's like it's bits in there where it's like this there specifically for like a dumb joke, like the whole bit with the um the uh the sledding bit where he sways the stuff with his company with yeah. and I watched that and went, it'd be funny a lot that's the bit where I didn't find it funny where he just shot down and I went, really? I didn't know it was probably Did you think that was really I, good? I didn't I think didn't so. Why well, was more well because I thought again, I've seen this film like a decade ago. Yeah. I was like, oh it's gonna be the thing if he's like eh, it's gonna go really fast for us, look at this, and then he wouldn't slide. Yeah, or something, and that would be the joke. It was just... And then, like, he starts off and like goes down and slides and doesn't move. And I was like, ah, here we go. And he does it again and doesn't really move. It's like a lord. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a pre- again. I what I why I think this film is maybe more enjoyable or more rewatchable it's is silly. that it is very like sketch. It is very like modular. That's a film that you could put on, and then be like, put it on while you're making Christmas dinner or something. Because it's a film that you could put on and they'll be like doing that sled bit and then you can turn away and do your Brussels sprouts and come back and you haven't missed a ton. Yeah. Like it isn't got this driving over on that, which I suppose in a way Home Alone is. Home Alone has got a lot of like segments to happen. Like he goes to the shop for the segment and he does this for the segment and he does this for the segment. But I do think that like that is one of the appeals. And also I think that it goes so like cartoony over the top at a lot of points. Oh, definitely, yeah. That's what I appreciate more. Of like, I think it is on par with a lot of comedies, but like how ridiculous it goes. Even stuff of like when he's in the in the attic and he falls through the ceiling and gets back up in the attic and does like it's so over the top of like now I guess there's this big gaping hole above the bed and that sort of thing. But it's just like almost like a live action Tom and Jerry cartoon in a lot of ways. Oh yeah, this film's completely like um, it knows what it knows what it's doing. It knows what it is. It's, it's not like yeah, you know, which is why to... I like the sledding thing. Of they weren't just like oh he goes a bit yeah. fast. They went like so over the top. And there's like a sonic boom, and then there's like a line of fire, and he's shooting down, and he's going all that way, and then it cuts, and he's just at like the bottom of the hill that they're on, or whatever. But like because it's yeah. so over the top, I mm. kind of admire it for that. But yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's what I think makes this better than something like Deck the Halls or Christmas with the Cranks or something. De- is that Deck that's just like, oh, we're, we're just doing this like, someone loves Christmas and someone doesn't, and they're like two families at war and brr. Whereas this is like a cartoon almost. 
I mean, not gonna lie, playing with because that, that all just going like I feel like I'm first going like I feel like George would really appreciate a daddy go to Christmas film or something, or he would just hate it. <laughs> well, it's more just like I, it, you know, it's a Christmas film, but you know, it's stuff of like they kill the cat and it's like this over the top yeah thing like the tree explodes and then he gets another tree and yeah oh, yeah he goes, like, only takes it from them though yeah like julia lewis dreyfus and the husband who are like oh, i want to lick stuff off your body she's like well after a shower obviously yeah and then it's like the lights turn on and they're like ah! and then the lights turn off and the lights turn on they're like falling down the stairs and everything is just so over the top oh yeah yeah there's also like it, when they come to turkey's one it's like bangs open it like steam comes out of it yeah and um, I actually I did find quite funny actually in parts was um, when the uh, the the really older couple came um, to, like towards the yeah, end. They were a bit like. I, I found that I found that the guy to be like just fucking fuck off now. And then like the woman has some quite like dumb funny bits, especially when she like started like doing like um, started singing the national anthem when the little like like basically like the the, uh, the ship blew up and then the sled flew by. Yeah. So I was waiting for George to say, oh, there it is. Okay. <laughs> We're there like, oh. Yeah. yeah. See, the other, the other thing I found about this film that's a bit weird is like the second half kind of relies on this whole like underlying story of like he didn't get his bonus and therefore can't get a swimming. And yeah. I'm like, that's such a like, they try and make it like really sad that he's like, oh. He literally at one point is like, yeah, I can't be Santa Claus. I can barely afford to put a swimming pool in the garden. And I'm like, oh, boo, fucking who. But on top of that, like, what idiot um, puts down like money towards something that he knows, like, it's like a gamble yeah. whether you get it or not. He didn't know. He didn't definitely know who get a bonus. Well, that's the point. You're like, but well, why would you do that? Yeah, because he. It's just very much like you know, if it had been like, oh, I've you know, in I'm in like massive debt because I bought my kids presents. That would have been a better. Yeah, you know, okay, I thought yeah. I was going to get my bonus, but I didn't, and I've spent all the money buying kids presents. I feel like would have fit this film better. He was like. Just wanted to I put can. a swimming pool in the and, garden, and I'm like, oh no, and you can't afford to put your swimming pool in. You say as well about how he needs extra money to do stuff, but then on top of that, he's able to afford accommodating all these extra people in the house, and also buying presents for yeah, for, for the kids for for, for um. I, I don't know whose house that that is, but I, I'm still confused at whose house that's supposed to be. What do you mean? But, it be well, I know it's his, but was that his childhood home? Oh. Oh yeah, true. Oh, because okay. the, because because the film footage shows a house. Well, he finds it? the film footage. Well, it's more he finds the film footage in the attic, and he also finds that Mother's Day present in the place where he hides the presents and stuff. That I'm like, oh, is that supposed to be the family house? But then it's I yeah. can't tell if it's his house. Anyway, no, I I yeah. don't think that works because a I think that that's a bit too soppy for like an eighties comedy, and also doesn't really fit in with his character at all. And the style, yeah. Like, if he's like, oh, I can't afford... But also, I think it's the thing of, like, they are still relatively wealthy and well-off. Or, like, they're middle class or whatever. Like, they can still afford food and a nice house and all that sort of stuff. But he also wants to go, like, this extravagant extra, which is very much in character for him. But also, again, I think that's maybe a thing from, like, the 80s of, like, pools became... In America, at least, like, a lot of places got pools and stuff. But I think that's maybe more relatable... I think like a family or a dad in the 80s would be like, oh yeah, that's like, uh, like, well, we want to put that, that sort of thing. Yeah, that's true. And, actually. and also this film would be so much worse if he's like, I can't afford to put family, I've given all my money to charity and I can't afford to feed my family now. 
But yeah, that's more sad. But also, that's not anything to do with the character or the yeah, situation. Yeah, to be fair, you're, George, you're completely right. right. Yeah, that is our character of him to like be. Yeah, he's right. But again, I think that, that's what I mean. Of like, I can see this movie being way more nostalgic if you grew up in that period, and also in America. Because like when it's in the national anthem, I'm like, I guess this is a funny bit, but I don't think it's that great. But you know, whatever. But I think, especially in the eighties, where it was a lot more like excess and that sort of thing at points, I think that. Like this is this isn't out of the blue. This is based on a lot of people in like the Midwest and stuff started getting pools and that sort yeah. of thing put in and that sort of thing. But I feel like this is more of a film where watching that you're like, Oh yeah, I remember when dad wanted to get a pool or like a dad in the eighties being like, Oh, that's like our pool we're gonna get put in and that sort of thing. Like Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I think this movie was made to be like, This is gonna be a fun eighties blockbuster and they didn't necessarily make it to be like a timeless classic in a lot of ways and it's just become that yeah yeah i see i see i think i think like some see in, in like in when my family like this is a film they've always shown me like i said mostly we just watched it like um it's just, yeah just think they've always watched it i guess if it, like my family is kind of like a classic christmas film they always put on not as much like you know like some, some films you've seen it see um my, my parents have seen way too many films that's the thing like they, they recommend me all sorts of ridiculous stuff yeah, not saying this ridiculous like, but yeah yeah i just feel like i feel like this is maybe more of an american classic and like in uk people still watch it but i don't think it's like it's not quite as, as big yeah. over here as it is over there but again i think that's kind of what it's designed to be that i know yeah. it's fun i oh, i again think it's kind of on par with a lot of other used comedies yeah. like so as well, actually, I also quite like. Um, I like him in general. I really like um, uh, uh, Brian uh, Dor Murray in it as well. I just, I love his voice in general, which is um, uh, the boss at the end as well. Because um, I, I, I don't get how you. I get you know the whole like, Oh yeah, I'm not put in charge. It's fine. You know, like he's kidnapped me from my house. So I'm just going like. I get that what you did was a dick move, but what he did was also a dick move. <laughs> yeah, but again, that's the thing of like in. It's the comedy of the like cartoon. Well, in eighties comedies, and also particularly in American comedies, there's a lot of like. I think Stephen Fry put it quite well. Of he's like, there's that scene in Animal House where the the guy is like playing music on the stairs, and all these girls are, like looking at him, and then John Belushi comes down and like hears the music, and is like, ugh, so he smashes the guitar. And Stephen Fry was saying like, an American comic or Amer- American comedian in a movie or whatever is John Belushi. They're like the cleverest person in the room. They're always like come out on top. Even if they're like a bumbling idiot, they still get through everything. They're fine. A British comedian is the guy playing the guitar. Of they're always like downtrodden. They're always the loser. Things like never really work out for them. Yeah, I think absolutely. that's the difference. Of Clark Griswold is an idiot, but he stumbles through everything and is fine. And at the end, it's like, yeah, you do get your bonus and add twenty percent. And that's just kind of like a feel good American thing yeah. of like. Even though he's a bumbling idiot and a dad, he's still the hero at the end of the day. Yeah. Which I always think is like quite a good way of looking at because it is true of like in Ghostbusters, Bill Murray is like a homeless idiot who's like smoking and is a buffoon, but he still gets the girl and still like Yeah, he still wins one. in the end. Yeah. That that's the difference is Yeah. I think it's more Yeah, you you're a true hero at the end of the day. It's like cool. Yeah, you, you, you're completely right there. Um, yeah, I thought yeah. we've sort of discussed most things this film now. There's quite other things you want to add? Mm, no. Yeah, Alex? 
appreciated the cat though. I like the squirrel bit. The squirrel bit was pretty good. The squirrel bit was actually quite good, yeah. That's... But over, also, very, like, yeah. overreaction though, just go in your house. Yeah, I was oh, going to yeah. say, like, if I saw a squirrel in my house, I'd be like, oh, look, there's a squirrel in my house. I, I guess don't think you would. I don't think if there was a squirrel, like, running about, you'd be like, I could say hey, no. I, 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 like, well, like, grab something to put it on or whatever. I could but... say, I, I've had a fox yeah. in my house. I didn't react that bad to it. I'm, yeah. sure. I'm more just like did. <laughs> when his mum like faints and they all run out and they come back he like shoves his mum out the way and, yeah. the, and then they scream squirrel and it's on his back and they all run again it's just stuff like that where I didn't necessarily laugh out loud but it's pretty funny that that's most of this movie is like there's a lot of scenes where it's like this is the squirrel segment this is the sledding segment which makes it like yeah. kind of fun, enjoyable to watch. That's what I remember. Or easier to... It seems like I have a lot of other Christmas I've seen where they use the the advent calendar of like of things to do is like the sort of breaking point for these different skits. Yeah, even then they don't and, use it that often. Because seeing like, um, well, Deck the Hall is a big one where I see like these like particular. Like, this is the Carolyn Day. This is the day we do the tree. This is the day we get this joke. You know, like that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um. If we want to ratings. Uh. Sort of. Uh, George, how would you rate this from out of five? Uh, I'm torn between a three and a half and a four. Mm. I'll go for a f- four. Alex, mm. oh, what you give us film? Uh, very much the other way. I'm like, I appreciate what you're saying, but I just didn't find it funny. And at the end of the day, that's kind of, I was going to go one and a half. In all <laughs> I just, I wow. maybe, to be fair, I probably was in the wrong, the wrong mindset for it, but I just didn't find it funny. Fair. Like, see, um, um, so I also it's very it's much enough. like you know, hey, here's an American Christmas. That's what I thought. The 80s. I did think it'd be interesting to see Rather like like a British Christmas in the 2000s, 2008. See, I did see a thought yeah, interesting but, to see yeah. like someone who watched it now, like as an like our age, then see then like, yeah. And again, if I'd have watched it as a kid and enjoyed it as a kid, I'd probably like it more. I, I think there's a lot of reasons, but I just didn't find it funny at the end of the day, and like that's kind yeah. of. You know, I, I kind of think like this is as funny as Caddyshack and Trading Places and yeah, I I think they're all pretty on par. But... Yeah, cause, uh, um, yeah, I, I'm I kind of like it's a bit low in Georgia. I can't I'll kind of go between a three and a three and a half. Which we made a point of saying like many other films are like that's like sort of trying placing that. Which I actually my let was to give a three and a half. So I, yeah, I think I'll go three and a half this film. Yeah, I feel like if it was a couple few years, few years ago, I might give it like more four and a high. I think because recently I don't I don't know unless Trey 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 put me in a bad mood. Um, yeah, I've gone a bit lower, but um, yeah, I feel like I'm gonna go three and a half. Which then, with Alex's waiting, we put like a two and a half. Would that be like in between of that? Uh, probably a three because yeah. you and George have gone for yeah. What did you get? You get a one and a half, what didn't you? you? Get... <laughs> yeah, one. You get one and a half. One and a half. Yeah, so that would be yeah. I don't know. Maths. Maths. Yeah. I could work out, but I can't bother. Yeah, you can't bother either. Anyway, that's our way into the Christmas vacation. And, uh, yeah, um, this is actually our last review for Chris Timber. Three. Right. Exactly three. Comes out exactly three. There you go. Sorry. Yeah. That's it. Sure. Yep. <laughs> I didn't know you were working out. <laughs> yeah, I was just a uh, quick math. Yeah. Well, not that yeah, so <laughs> um, uh, this is going to be our, our, our last review for, you, review for the year, and we are going to be taking a Christmas Christmas break. But we have something in line for you over the, over the Christmas holidays that was um, have lined up for you to have. So I say you had some content over this time, and it was George's idea. So George, would you like to announce it? Oh yeah. Uh, so we are taking a bit of a break. We are 
um, making some changes to the channel, hopefully for the good. We're looking at some different options. Uh, I'm sure Callum will talk more about when we're coming back and what our plans are and stuff. But over Christmas, we didn't want to leave you without anything. That We are doing uh, audio commentaries for the two Home Alone films. Mm. Um, so, you know, if you're if because of tier four, you're now stuck on your own, you can watch a movie along with us. Yeah. Yeah. But that works out perfectly now. That actually does work out perfectly. It's a, it's a slightly silver lining to all this. <laughs> I mean, it's not much of a It's not lining. much. It's Christmas all... might have been ruined and you can't see your family, but don't worry. Well, we're here for it. you. But yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, we're doing audio commentaries for the two Home Alone <laughs> films, which will be coming yeah. out. Over yeah, the Christmas, yeah. So, years. yeah. Uh, what uh, the, f- the first one I film with you will be out. Eight from the fourth. Yes. So it'd be well, basically one for New Year's, one after New Year's. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. We'll yeah. keep you updated for our future plans for the next, the next sort of like episodes coming later. Like we'll be sitting in twenty twenty one, but yeah, we'll keep you updated. And we hope you enjoy. Yeah, we, we are. Um, we are looking at other things. We, I, we probably should announce them because then we inevitably don't act on them. We won't be letting anyone down. But we are planning <laughs> on taking like January off to sort some stuff out and just kind of catch up and that sort of thing. And I think we're saying our first episode will be the first of February, right? I think that's the rough plan. Yeah, like that's the idea. Yeah, plan. Uh, I'm sure we'll do a little video talking more about it. But we're going to be doing rom coms that week or month. Yeah, for 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 Valentine's like well for Valentine's this whole Valentine's month, Valentine Timber, uh, whatever we're going to call it. Valentine Timber. <laughs> Val, I'm trying to think of how to get Valentine into it. Valentember. Valentember. Oh, <laughs> that sounds so gross. I don't know why? Why does that sound gross to you? What have you been I don't doing? No, Valentember. Valentober. Does that sound gross, Alex? <laughs> no, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's all good. I don't mind that. We could call know. it. We could do rom. Could we get rom com into it? I don't know. We're off the. We're off the rails. Now. We'll come back. Rom com. We'll fire back. This is what. This is what we've taken January off to figure out. Yeah, this is. What no, but this is what's gonna happen though. Yeah. We're gonna spend a whole month figuring it out, and when we come back, it's still gonna be shit. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, it's gonna be, <laughs> be balanced in October or whatever it was. Yeah. When we when we started at Halloween, did I called it? Spook Tumblr. Spook Tumblr. was where we really started. I say where we started to go downhill. We were downhill from episode one, but. We were still yeah, high. It's, 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 yeah, like it, it went all downhill from, from, from February. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's our plan. Again, I'm sure we'll record some little update message yeah. in January. Yeah. But we're taking January off. We've got two commentaries coming out in December and beginning of January. Take January off, and then we'll be back in February. Hmm, yeah, yeah. But over, overall, though, uh, we all hope we hope that you like uh, enjoyed after this year and sort of like what we did at least. <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks for listening. If you have, yeah, really appreciate it. We've had like a, a good fun over the year and a chat every week with each other about films. And hopefully, things will only be getting better, both in terms of our content and the world. Yeah, I hope twenty twenty one will be much, much, much better. <laughs> Hopefully, I mean, yeah, I'm positive. I'm, I'm positive. <laughs> I'm positive. It's like I'm positive that Grogu lived, and you know that sort of stuff. Um, Gr- Grogu died, but 2020 why not. <laughs> that, that's the issue. <laughs> but yes, thank you, thank you very much for listening and supporting us throughout the year. And... Yeah, really appreciate it. 
and uh, like always, uh, if you uh, if you enjoyed this episode, or have any questions or anything you'd like to discuss, please let us know on Instagram. We'd love to know what you think for like so talking to next year. Um, if you if, if you love like we listen to, if you see a like button anywhere you, you get your podcast, please hit the like button. Show support, we really appreciate it. Yeah, we hope we hope you have a very merry Christmas and a happy New Year. If you have any suggestions of what we could change while we're taking a month to look at changing things up and changing formats and trying new things out, if you have any suggestions of what you'd like to hear us do or segments or something like that, let us know on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, love to yeah. know. Yeah, thank you for listening, and we'll, and we'll see thank you in, see you in the New Year. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Uh, George, I can't see you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Real Rewind, where you can tune into new episodes every Monday and Wednesday on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Anchor, and Radio Public. Please follow Real Rewind on Facebook at The Real Rewind on Twitter and Real underscore Rewind on Instagram. See you soon.